Westeros. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners, and we got Tyrion 2 on deck. Gentlemen, how's it going? Been a little while? Been a while for us, not for our fans. Yeah, fans never miss yeah. a beat. Uh, but yeah, Kyle out of vacation. He's looking tan. Back from Jamaica, man. What do we think about the chapter, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it was it was all right. Like I mean, you get a little insight into like Tyrion's games. He's still playing, right? And, and a little crack in his armor as well at the end. So he, he seemed pretty. I mean, I know Jamie was built up to be like the infallible, you know, like unbeatable, perfect one. But like Tyrion kind of also gave that off. I mean, we've talked about this before, like. And even Tyrion acknowledges it. Like, he uses his sword. I use my words. I mean, he's been pretty much getting his way all along. Yeah. One thing I do think is, like, kind of interesting in this chapter that I never really, like, thought about before is now that Tyrion lost his job, he, like, doesn't have anything to do. Like, he meets with Varys, and then afterwards, no he's like, what do I yeah. do all day? And he's just, like, reading books. Yeah. He's like, why is he even still here? Like, go back, let's go back to Castle Rock. Like, just get out of here. True. Why are we here anymore? I mean, he liked being hand, so he probably just wants to still be yeah. in the mix, but... He should just bail. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually with you. Like, go live the dream. But I think, I think, like, he tasted that glory, right? Like, that was, that was like his, his chance at being a name in a song. The handship, yeah. Not even just the hand, like, yes, like exactly, like just being so close to the king and royal, essentially. Is it because he did it and received no glory? Like everybody's already forgotten what he did. You know, he, he literally. I mean, maybe he didn't save. We, they probably lose if Tywin doesn't show up. But he at least held the gates for long enough, and he allowed time for Tywin to show up. And they just like nobody gives a fuck, and and that's why he's trying to hang around. Um, for sure, and and that kind of goes into what I, I mean. I guess just the rest of it, like that would have came with staying as the hand or in charge. Gotcha. So let's get our one sentence synopsis. Again, I always kind of break it down into sections. I think there's kind of. Three sections on this one. Tyrion meets with Varys. Tyrion wastes his day away. And then Tyrion meets with Shay. Yeah, there you go. So let's get into it. Starts off with the meeting with Varys. We're in Varys' room. I guess the first time we've been in Varys' room. And also the first time just like we've seen Varys in a while. Yeah, yeah Varys has been quiet. Who he also isn't usually. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, no, you're right. I was just going to say he usually isn't. Like right now he seems like he's like dressed like himself, right? <laughs> like Pretty normal. At the beginning. Yeah, yeah. and then he. Changes. He's like Tyrion catches him by surprise. He's he's not the one. I think I guess that's what I'm getting. Like t- when he's dressed, I bet I bet he knew he was there. You think so? Mm-hmm. I bet a bird came down and been like, "Hey, Tyrion's in your room." By the way, like, like I don't know what what could he have done. Like, I guess he could have gone off and disguised himself to walk into his bedroom, but I'm sure he wouldn't have done that. But so along what you guys are saying, one thing I was thinking when I was reading this first meeting was Tyrion or er, Varys kind of speaks freely. Here, like at one point, he says, "Like, oh, I'm the spy for Tywin." He says, "Like, Cersei and Osmond are up." Like, he he's saying some stuff that's kind of important. And if he knows where all the spy tunnels are, it makes it, it would. When I read that part, it made me think, like, okay, Varys has to be convinced 
that his room is spy proof, right? He wouldn't be speaking this freely with Tyrion right now if it wasn't spy proof. But then later when Tyrion goes to meet Shay, like we learn that there's a secret stairs and he even says like, oh, Varys is probably listening to us right now. Yeah, but that's Varys, but that's Varys himself. Yes, it's Varys. It's not like the kettlebacks have climbed the secret stairwell yeah. underneath this bed to listen in. They're so hidden that that only Varys knows. It's Varys. Yeah. Of course he knows where this stuff is, but only he knows. I think that's definitely part of it. And so the the other thing, I guess, the the to finish my point before, like all these other times we've seen him lately, he's been like dressed up, and that to me at least, he's controlling that situation. Whereas this one, it seems like a little less like he. he I don't know. Mm-hmm. He seems on his back foot here. It seems like a different side of the the various. What you're, I feel like what you're saying is when he dresses up, he also like changes his character, not just like his appearance. In 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 the fact that when he's dressed up, he's running the show, and when he's not dressed it's, up, no, it's like when you you change the meeting site to somewhere that's like your house to like fuck somebody up mm-hmm. in a negotiation or you know like you throw them off their game. Like he's in charge of that situation. Negotiation is, strategy one, right? Is that an office quote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott changes the room to the conference room in the back when he's trying to meet with Daryl about the promotion. He looks up at the Wikipedia ten. <laughs> Don't they keep yeah. doing it like over and over Darryl's and over like, again? Yeah, okay, whatever. And Michael's yeah. like, no, we'll stay yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can't be the first one to talk, so they're yeah, just looking just at each other. The list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's kind of what I'm getting at, right? Like, I mean, I feel like that that seems what it signifies, at least to me. This one, it seems like Tyrion has a little bit of an upper hand. Well, weren't you saying at the beginning that, or maybe it was Jeff, that Varys, one of you guys thought that Varys knew Tyrion was there before he got there. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure he has somebody watching his door, and, like, as Varys is walking back, they're like, hey, by the way, Tyrion's in your room. Like, I can't imagine with all the... Yeah, why would you leave yourself open Mm -hmm. as Varys? Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, it wouldn't make sense for him to... The one place I don't have a guard is in my own room. Like, get out of here. Do you guys read, like, I read Varys pretty much super sarcastically with everything he does. For sure. I, I mean, just like with, like, a smug tone. Like, like, Varys walks in, and he was surprised. But it seems like he's just like, is he yeah. really surprised? Oh, Tyrion, you're here. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like, how I take it, but I don't know. Is that just the way I read him, or does everybody read him like that? It's like, is No, I think you're right. And I, I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, like... He has no idea. I'm just saying he is less prepared for this than he is all the other ones. Like Tyrion seems to have gotten a little bit of a jump. Even on here, him, right? Like, it came out in a squeak, punctuated by a nervous giggle. Like it yeah. came out in a squeak, makes you think like he's a little bit scared. But then the <laughs> makes you think like, okay, like, I knew what was going to happen. Is the giggle actually nervous? Like I think, and while we're here, like he mentioned, like oh, I bet you're here for Mandon, right? Like <laughs> yeah. he already is like knows i know i know yeah i know some stuff and then he goes on to be like man it is the perfect night like he died defending one of the king's blood like if that's true then why would Tyrion be here for him like the fact that he knows yeah. Tyrion is like well i guess he knows Tyrion's asking around because of braun so he doesn't right, have to know anything right. he's heard bronze asking around it's like oh wow Tyrion's man's asking about, about man and more so put two and two together all right so Tyrion's in in various room uh we find out while he was there he's like tapping stones looking for any like secret parchments laying around or any secret passageways. So he's, he's doing a little bit of Revelio trying to find <laughs> what's going on here. Exactly. Uh, also, he says that the eunuch's apartments are sparse, small, three snug windowless chambers under the North wall. Right. So his, cha- he has like multiple rooms, but like windowless, like, I mean, I, I live it's in a windowless awful chamber, <laughs> but, do you, yeah. but <laughs> you do live in a windowless. Yeah, you can't say but anything. Th- I was, that's what I was going to say, Jeff. I was going to say, like, do you think he actually lives here? Like, he has all these disguises. Do you think he has, like, a house in the city that he's at most of the time? He'll, like, go into his <sighs> room, lock the door, and go through a secret tunnel? 
Did you guys watch Orange is the New Black at all? I, I think I watched the first season. Uh, Kyle? No. No? Okay, I won't make that reference then. But he's definitely got, like, down this stairwell. And it's still probably windowless, right? Because he doesn't want people to be able to look into But he's probably got, like, a, a more comfortable bed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Somewhere, right? The couch his and the fucking TV whatever down there. Like, yeah. he's, he's living a better <laughs> life pool. underneath the... He's got the swimming, the hot <laughs> tub, maybe, the in there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, so... I, I definitely don't think it's pretty funny too. Like it's a rock bed. You're like, ah, oh, I can't sleep. Yeah. Heart of stone. Yeah. And he ain't sleeping there. No. And I mean, Tyrion even pulls him on that. Like, that's kind of why I guess what I'm saying, like he's got him on his back foot a little bit. I think Tyrion's kind of like, I see, I do know some, some of your, your methods or some of your techniques. Like I'm, I, I'm on to you. I might not know everything, but I know, I know to, enough to be wary of you and, like, I think here he's kind of calling him out on them, right? So like, another hit that Tyrion at least picks up on, which, again, I don't know if this is as much as a hint because of what we know of Varys. He seems like a guy to take water instead of wine anyway. But Tyrion's like, you have wine? Yeah, like, come on. Like, who has wine? Or, yeah. or you have water? Who who has water? water? Yeah. Get some wine in here. Like, if, if you were here, this would be wine. But, again, I think Varys is actually the kind of guy to do water instead of wine, keep his head clear, no distractions, cut my balls off so I don't care about the ladies. You know what I mean? He's... He's focused. I'm sure he had a lot of say. In it. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't we learn about yeah, that? Yeah. I forget what happened. And it's but... not. He wasn't like I'm just going to chop off. My yeah, he was. It wasn't a decision, yeah. right? Yeah. He was. He was in a mummer's crew. He was like a mummer. He was a mummer, yeah. and then his his master sold him to a man. He was afraid that he was going to be used as he has heard men use small boys, but he didn't. He cut his bits off, threw it into a fire, and some did, did some magicy shit. And that's why, basically, that, Tyrion, he tells Tyrion this because he's basically like, I don't like Stannis. Like, Stannis is up to some shit, and I don't like my boy because of sorcery. They're, like, there was whisperers of Stannis yeah. being up to sorcery, and he's like, fuck sorcery. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen what <laughs> And that they happened. threw his balls so in does, the fire, yeah. right? So just anti-fire. Yeah, exactly. All right, More so people scared of fire. Anyway. Varys is mad. He, he abandoned him after the battle, right? He just kind of went full Tywin side of, of it all. Interesting, just, though. Because it has been a while since we saw Barry, so I went back and I looked at my notes to the last time he was he was mentioned. I have I have two sections. I've mentioned an appearance. So I went to the last appearance I have for him. And actually in the last Tyrion chapter, maybe not the last one, but maybe it's the last one of Clash of Kings, one of the last two, where he's like in that he's sick in the bed, fading in and out of consciousness. He thinks Varys was there, right? He thinks he sees Littlefinger and Varys are like some of the people yeah. that visit, but he never like has a conversation. But I I had it marked down as like potentially being the there, appearance. So. Potentially, he, he, he might have actually visited Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, here he doesn't. He doesn't say he did though. He just says like, "Oh, you're just the scar." And even if it, it wasn't, which again, even if just it like, wasn't to me, him, is, are you real? Like you're looking at a scar right now. Fine. Like, like how big of a deal is it to you? You don't seem bothered yeah. by it now. I, think I mean, it's, it's probably gross. Yeah, back sure. then too. I think it's a fake. He ain't. Scared. I think it's he fake, but I bet it was grosser. Um, That's true. Uh, yeah, but even honestly, back then, like, you should have a bandage on. Even if like you see a nasty scar, like, ugh, like you make like, oh man, like. It's not like you like stank. run away scared of of a like of a cut. I don't. I mean, he probably stank. I will say too, this episode for those watching on YouTube. This is the debut of the new Tyrion art. I think our artist did an awesome job. I basically was like, yeah, you gotta cut his nose off. Like you guys said, I drew the line on paint to try and give it. And when I drew it, freaking artist is a G. When I drew it, I drew it on the wrong eye because it says his left eye, and I wasn't thinking. And I drew it from like mm. on my left side, so I drew it like an idiot on the wrong eye, and the artist. <laughs> Picked up on well, it. Why don't you give him a shout out? In the description of every video is his Fiverr link. He does awesome work. So go. If you need art, that's your guy. All right. So we 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 find out some new things um, quickly. Tyrion or uh, Pycelle is back 
in as Grand Maester. It surprisingly wasn't Cersei's doing, even though he was Cersei's pawn. It was the we learned it was the Archmaesters of Old Town. But. Well, kind of like they just were like they wanted somebody in that position. They said you can't just unmake a maester. Yes, you don't have the authority to do that. Somebody has to be in that position. Well, Tyrion put somebody, but I don't think it wasn't like I think the maesters, the archmaesters. He was like, still alive though. Well, That's ha- the thing. hang on. I think last book there was a point. I think when I think when it happens is when uh, Tyrion is with Lancel. Right, he's like basically getting Lancel under his thumb. And at one, like Lancel had come to Tyrion in that meeting to be like, Cersei wants Grand Maester Pycelle let free, and and he's like, okay, she can have that, but he's not on the council. So I think he's been free for like a long time. I don't think he was actually yeah. in the dungeons for that long. He just wasn't. He was just there and didn't have any position. This is him not being taken out of the dungeons at all. He's been out of the dungeons. This is him being reinstated, like given his yeah. title back. Got gotcha. Just making that clear. That's what I was saying. Yeah, like it's kind of like the Supreme Court, right? Like he was appointed to life, is what these people are saying. Like you can't just take him off. Um, and like so, essentially, he, then Tyrion's like, "Well, I could have killed him." That's what they do in the past when they don't like these guys. Like, yeah, I, I could have done much worse. <laughs> I could have fed him to the dragon. Yeah, I don't have dragons, but you know, I love the history, right? <laughs> he says, "I seem to recall Maegor Cruel's headsman unmade three <laughs> with a with an axe." And also Aegon the second fed Grand Maester Drardis to his dragon. So he's like, yeah, like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> kill him? And yeah, he's I'm like, qu- the other option was kill him. I left him alive. Like, I, sh- I this should be nicer. They should be happier with me. But the, but because he's alive, he still has this rank. Yeah. Like, it's created a conundrum. Quick trivia for you guys. Next thing Tyrion says is, alas, I'm quite dragonless. I suppose I could have dipped Pycelle on wildfire and set him ablaze. Would the Citadel have preferred that? And Varys says, well, have been him. Well, it would have been more in keeping with traditions. What's, What's this the, in reference to? A hand died like this, was dipped in fire. We've talked about him recently because he was brought uh, up. It was Ares's hand that replaced Tywin. One of them, yes. Saying. It was like three in quick succession afterwards. Jamie mentioned it in the last chapter. Like, I don't even remember their names. I only remember their sigils. This was the one that Jamie referred to as the Mason Dagger hand. He just, yeah, the other two were exiled. This guy was dipped in wildfire and set ablaze. <laughs> Jamie had thought about it in the last chapter. I know it's been a, again, it was only a week yeah. for the listeners, but it's been a, like a month or so since we listened, we read that so, chapter. But. I just want to, like, it seems like the Archmaesters didn't really care too much about Pycelle because they were trying to replace him, too, with a guy named well, Gorman. So, well, they agreed to replace him. I think they just wanted it on their terms. So, like, it's up to us, not up to you. That's what I was saying. Like, I think they were more like, well... This isn't for you to one. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's for you to appoint who's Grand Maester in King's Landing. Like, fine, you don't like this guy. Like, they probably didn't wouldn't really care if they killed this guy. But when it becomes to like, it's kind of like how I see the voting of the Pope, right? Like they the Cardinals get in, lock themselves up and they vote on the guy. It's not. Yeah, uh, somebody just comes in and the, says, "This the, is who the it king is." King doesn't say like, "All right, you're the Pope." Like they vote on it, type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's exactly. Again, I don't. I didn't know how that worked, but I bet you that's exactly like what he's probably referencing here. Although back in these times, they probably did just do that. The king probably just did say, "You're the pope now. Go for well, it." I mean, what's here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Back then, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of separation between church and state back in the day. I think the biggest part about this is the fact that Gorman was going to be is it is it Ty- Tyrell or he's just from Highgarden? Is he Gorman Tyrell? Is that his name? Yeah. Well, he not anymore. You take away your names, but right. that was his name. Well, I mean, 
we always say that about different places, and then you go to the wall where you're supposed <laughs> to be stripped of land and title, and you're still getting called by your fucking title. So yeah. Um, but read that quote there, Jeff. Do you have that quote in front of you? Where, where I think it just kind of shows how it's just a fucking dog and pony show. After giving due consideration to Maester Turquin, the Cordwainer's son, and Maester Eric, the Hedge Knight's bastard, and thereby demonstrating to their own satisfaction that ability counts for more than birth in their order, the Conclave was on the verge of sending us Maester Gorman, a Tyrell of Highgarding. When I told your father, he acted at once. Yeah, so, well, that sentence is like, they considered these two low birth guys, and then they convinced themselves, like, okay, yeah, we don't care about birth. And then they chose the high birth guy. Like, once yeah, they, they were satisfied, the high... they didn't care that, oh, yeah, look at us. We we considered these guys, so we're, we're good enough. Like, it's just like, it's a dog and pony mm. show. Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but Tywin was like, fuck that. We're not, you're not putting a Tyrell guy here. We'd rather have... Well, yeah, yeah. You, we can't lose more control of the city. But all what Tyrion or the learned realm. about Varys here is, holy shit, that conclave, that meeting, that Vatican City meeting, that's supposed to be top, top secret. And yeah. Varys knows every he, fucking thing uh, yeah, that happened yeah, yeah. there. So yeah. Varys is connected, connected. We, I mean, we knew this, but again, it just like keeps... Super I'm pretty sure just to say I'm pretty sure when they vote on the Pope, it's called the Conclave, too. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. I only know that from Angels and Demons, which is a really good book. If no That's, one's ever isn't watched that it. the uh, the it's Tom, off the Da Vinci Code, yeah, yeah Tom, Tom Hanks. It's Tom a Hanks really Hanks good movie, movie too. Yeah, yeah. I gotta read that. Uh, and Obi Wan Kenobi is in it. <laughs> Ewan McGregor, yeah, it's a good movie. Good movie, good book. The book's actually really good. Uh, all right, so. The other guy that got reinstated is one that Cersei actually stripped of title. Yep. Boris Blunt back in action. Why did he get stripped of his title? He left, right? He left uh, Joffrey. He uh, no, Tommen. He just, oh, that's right, that's right. He was the one. Yeah, it, well, I thought he was during the fight, but he no, just you're gave right. Gave up uh, trying to get Tommen from Rosby or protecting Tommen at Rosby. He was supposed to be yeah escorting him back or whatever and. And Braun or Jackson captured him on yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. And Boris was just like, oh, you can have him. Yeah, take him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's yours, man. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't get paid enough for this. So when Varys tells Tyrion about Boris, he says, like, you might like to hear this. And at first, I'm like, why would he like this? And what Tyrion puts in his head is, I'm not a huge friend of Boros, but he has to hate Cersei after she mm-hmm. booted him. So I now at least have somebody who maybe if I want to have somebody do something with Cersei, that's my guy now. Yeah. Common enemy. Enemy of my enemy. Yeah. All right. So then Varys changes, unless we have anything else to say about Boris. I don't really Tyrion care. just ends with, he's a coward. I don't really care about it. Tyrion ends yeah. it with, like, I don't really care. He's a coward. Uh, we get into the uh, the Man and More talk, which kind of mentioned or briefly mentioned earlier. Bronn's trying to dig up anything you find. He really couldn't find much. And Varys is like, ha, I bet you can't find anything because you're not as t- tied in as me to the. Well, Varys, of this world. Varys does give him a little bit of knowledge here about about Mandon, um, but Tyrion thinks like, I mean it's, it's nothing, nothing really that they learn. haven't. Yeah, Tyrion didn't learn anything, but this is new to us. some of this is new to us, right? So yeah. what what did we learn about Mandon, Kyle? Quite friendless, but like nobody nobody really gave a shit about him. He's from the Vale. Um, Lord Aaron brought him back to King's Landing, and Robert gave him the cloak, but neither really cared about him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kind of kept his head down. It seemed like right. Yeah, stuck to himself. Selmy said, like, he never really fit in with the rest of the brothers either. Yeah. Uh, Sir Barrison was once heard to say that the man had no friend but his sword and no life but duty. But, you know, I do think, I do not think Selmy meant it altogether 
as praise. Oh, do not think sell meat meant it altogether as praise. I always thought that it meant yeah. that sell me thought like that's what exactly what it was a good thing. I never caught that not. No, yeah, I think I think that's what he's saying. He took it as praise, right? Man and more, he like he prided himself on being this weird dude that cared more about the fight. Mm-hmm. And then uh which is strange, right? Like if he cares about the knight's duties, then why was he attacking Tyrion? Well, because he got ordered to do that, uh, you would assume. Yeah, I guess. But but the thing that's confusing me is I don't think Selmy meant it at, as praise. That, to well, me, that seems like, like something that Selmy would respect. Yeah, it's he a was dig. A good, but Selmy was a good I, king's guard. But I think at the same time, he's saying have a life. Yeah, or not even have a life, but like we know anyone that's played on a team, your team is better when you have good that's chemistry. True. Like that's if true. you you're a part of this group of guys that are supposed to protect the king. Like you're basically probably living together, right? Do they even have their own room? I don't know. They probably have their own quarters. Quarters for sure. Dorm. White sword tower. And maybe they have their own yeah, bedroom, but like you're with these people all the time. Like what did he do? Just like sit there and sharpen his sword, go to bed, wake up, do his duty, go to, you know, same deal. Like never, but that's what you want. You don't machine. want your Kingsguard no, out you there don't flirting want the... on the weekends. You don't want them at the bra- like at the bars. I'm not saying flirty, but like, all right, me and you be a friend, like with have, each a, other. have a glass yeah. of wine and like, I don't know, share war stories okay. with people. Like, is he just sitting in the corner, like not talking? Maybe like, give him a reach around or something once in a while, you know, like <laughs> yeah, hook each other up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure somebody was like, this is weird. Like, like you're the leader. Somebody was the leader. He's like, that's I'm true. trying to like okay. integrate these people into like wanting to guard and, and die together unit. and this yeah. guy's like that makes sense like to the to the point of i think varus is right when he says he's probably the perfect white knight right he's probably the perfect guardsman because all he really cares about is guarding the king except for what you're saying that it, the thing that would make him better except is, when you're yeah, working in a team. group like if he was just like all right you're with the king boom you're always with him you don't have to do anything else like it'd be great but when he's got a like work guards with other people and, and be integrated in a group. I think that's where, but like just from being a King's guard knight, like if you're just guarding the King, really what more would you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't give a shit, shit about anything else. So, yeah. I feel like we get our first little, like kind of hit on the head. I don't, I don't like when Tyrion does some of this stuff where he like spells it out for you. Like trying to like, he, he's like, he, and he even died doing what he loved, right? Like doing what he was supposed to protecting the King's blood. And Tyrion's like, more like tr- trying to murder one of the King's blood. Like, what do you mean? He I, did I, slice him in the face. Tyrion's I know, but it's like, it's, it's, it's for him did. to say that. It just feels like it's well, like say spelling it out to you. It. He's, he, he thinks, thinks it, it, but it yeah. still, that's what I'm saying. It feels like it's for you, the reader to put this together. I feel like it's a low, maybe a little I, recap. I just don't still? Like it. We're still in recap. Yeah. I just yeah. It's Again, just, you got to think people. Some people two years between the books, right? But I feel like that was a pretty important experience. Again, it's one of those things where most people, when they when when Mandon slices Tyrion in the face, they're like, "Who the fuck is Mandon Moore?" Like they don't even know this guy's in the Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew he was on the Kingsguard because the three times he was brought up in the two thousand pages before that, I mentioned him because I knew he was going to cut Tyrion's face in half, right? But like most people just read over that name because you probably read it four or five times in the 2000 pages before that. You know what I mean? Really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like what? It, when would we see yeah, it? I don't, I don't remember how a, small of a character. He it's was. definitely a name. I was like, who the fuck is Mandon Moore? I mean, that, but that happened to me like 80 times. Again, first it, it, it's not like he was ever important before. He was just like the one standing guard. Right. And Tyrion gets there like, yeah, when Tyrion with Tyrion. Yeah. When, when Tyrion first gets to King's Landing, he wants to go in the small council room. And Mandon's the one that's like, you can't go in. And he has to be like, do you know Sir Vardis Egan? And here we learn he's from the Vale. So he's like, hey, do you know Sir Vargas okay. Egan? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, not anymore. Braun killed him. 
So he's like, let me in, or he's going to do the same to you. It's kind of what Tyrion, and that's the mm. very first interaction between Tyrion and Man. And so again, it's one of those things where in hindsight, they're button heads right off the get-go. There's some bad blood, yeah. Yeah, but again, it's just cool. Most people would never think of that or remember that name. He's just- Well, I would I would never got that yeah, yeah, until right now. Yeah, he's just who's being addicted to Tyrion. So, Mandon's job is to not allow people into the small council. Like, yeah, he's, he's doing, doing his, his duty. Job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck's until Tyrion? Yeah. Until he got scared of dying and let Tyrion. He doesn't know Tyrion's the hand. Nobody knows Tyrion's the hand until, yeah. until after that meeting. But yeah. It's funny because, like, I, I specifically remember getting Mandon Moore, Barris Blunt, Janice Slint, like, those names all aren't mentioned enough that you kind of forget maybe who they are, but you know, you know, you've read them, but like, which one is that guy? And if I didn't, if, yeah, if we didn't have, if you didn't have Nelson, like you would be like, wait, who the fuck is? Okay. Like, well, you hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Let's do well, who's Preston Greenfield. Not you, Jeff Kyle. Who's Preston Greenfield? Who the fuck knows? Cause I think you're wrong. I think you would, if you thought about it, you will remember. I think you would remember who you don't, you don't know who Preston Greenfield is. No. Do you, Jeff? No, I, I, it's blank, wow. blanking on Preston Greenfield. He's right a now. Kingsguard. He was replaced by Osmond Kettleblack. I'll give you guys yeah. that. Yeah, he was probably mentioned like as a guy, right? I don't like that was his only mention. I'm sure is that he the, the took thing, the white. Like the the thing that I thought you guys were gonna say was, and I thought you would remember this that he is the one that died during the ride of King's Landing. Yeah, no, see, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> I, I forgot. You die. I deleted you, you him. Get yeah. 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 Again, he's one get that's not super important. Get forgot. But get again, I think I brought him up every time that he was mentioned because I don't know. I like the Kingsguard. Kingsguard's a cool cool group but none of them are that cool not so cool group but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean again like i feel like i like you always say this jeff like oh jeff would go kill a game of thrones trivia night like yeah there's a chance i would do okay but if you mention a a, a stray name like preston greenfield i'm like who the fuck are you talking about like you would probably like in a month from now you're gonna be like oh gorman tyrell and i'm gonna be like who the fuck <laughs> is gorman tyrell and you're gonna remember that he was the guy well, i'll say maester gorman so Tyrion's big thing about Man is he's still trying to find a connection to Cersei so he can blame her for his assassination attempt. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't have anything else to do either, right? <laughs> like talking about what Nelson's talking like he's got he's got one thing and it's this mystery. That and Bang Shay. Yeah. And Bang well, try well, and Bang like Shay, yeah, try and find time. One of to. the first, like it seems like he hasn't had that opportunity very often, right? Not since he had not, yeah, not since the tough. battle. She's been busy. Like I, I think he probably thought it was uh gonna be oh she's closer i can sneak her in a lot more but no she's working like no, like wake up take care of lawless put lawless to sleep watch her till she wakes up with the baby kicking her i mean i also think he's he's being watched extensively so he like he can't risk her right now yeah exactly and that, they go to get into that in a second but uh, i think right right before they get into who's spying on Tyrion. yeah well, he wants to see her one last time so Everyone. he can send her off because it's not safe for her anymore. Yeah, he does bring up Shay, right? Yep. So he's like, I want to see her, and then we'll send her off so Tywin doesn't hang her. But like, all right, who's watching me? And we find out the kettlebacks. Real, hold on again. I know I, I hammer this home maybe too much, but Vary says Tywin will hang her. And Var- Tyrion's like, how do you know that? Or he says, maybe he says he wasn't surprised that Varys knew that. When did we hear that, right? In the war tent. Last no, this was the last Tyrion chapter when Tyrion and Tywin were the only two in the room. <laughs> the last thing Tywin says in the last bed, the next whore I find in your bed, I'll hang. Mm. Right, those are like closing words on a private meeting between Tyrion and Tywin. And we do find out that Tywin's at least talking to Varys later because he says I'm the one working for Tywin. So maybe Tywin said that, but it also is just like, does is Varys listening in on 
Tywin's <laughs> right. Yeah, it severely limits. Uh, you know what? <laughs> like the possibilities of who's who's this <laughs> little bird. Either yeah. he's got ears in the walls, or it's exactly what he has. He has he has a cup phone. Yeah, <laughs> cup he has phone cup every room. around in every room, and they all filter down into his to his one under, cup phone under, in his room. <laughs> yeah. And he's got, yeah, he's just constantly to his ear. So real quick, I'm going to jump to something, though, because later Tyrion says, just bring shade to me. So I'm going to jump over the spies. We'll come back to it. Tyrion says, just bring shade to me if, uh, in my room. And he says, I can't. Magor, and again, Tyrion has been moved from the Tower of the Hand to Magor's Holdfast, right above Cersei's chambers. Magor's Holdfast basically only has the king and royal family's bed chambers or, or apartments. And then the Queen's ballroom where Cersei and Sansa were during the battle. That's pretty yeah, much all that's It's like Vegas. a very it's a safe hole or safe room, right? Like this they is call, they've called it the castle within the castle. Exactly. Like it's not somewhere you're sneaking people into. It's like in the vault, like yeah. essentially. Like you are in the vault of the city right now. And what Barry says here is Magor wanted no rats inside his holdfast. And again, he's being very straight up here. He's like, there's one secret passage, but it's just an exit and it connects to nothing else. Besides that, there's no secret passages in Magor's. And that sounds like it's even probably in like the king's chambers, right? Like somewhere where they can escape their room. Not like not a secret hallway passage. Yeah, probably king back door. Exactly. Just get out to the river or something like that. But it's interesting because Tyrion says, uh, bring shade to me like you did last time. Well, last time he did just bring her to his room. But where was his room at that point? I don't even remember. Was that the Tower of the Hand? The Tower of the Hand. Tower of the Hand. Oh, well, that's a long time ago. Isn't that where Tyrion met with Tywin? That's kind of uh, my point. I'm connecting these things. If Shay, if he was able to Shay, sneak Shay into the Tower of the Hand, and then the Tyrion-Tywin conversation where Tywin says, the next whore I find in your bed, I'll hang, if that took place in the Tower of the Hand, well, yeah. then we know there's secret passages in the Tower of the Hand because he's already well, brought Shay in I there. Thought, I thought we kind of knew that just because of how Shay was brought in, right? It's like Shay was Well, that's what he's saying, yeah. That's what I'm saying, uh, yeah. So I don't I don't know. What, I'm just what saying we, I'm saying we already know there's there's secret passages in the Tower of the Hand because he's just connecting. Is the yeah. Tower of the Hand in Mager's Holdfast? No, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, OK. Yeah. I'm just kind of again, most people probably don't have never thought about that or, or know that. Yeah. Right. So just bring it up. All right, not, so not just for you guys, for the audience. Come on, Jeff. Let's get I got you. I know you gotcha. got the big head on your shoulders. Not, not all the listeners do. I got a big brain. <laughs> So we get into the list of spies that are, got eyes on Tyrion. So the Kettlebacks, who he's really pissed about because he's already paid him a ton of money. Them all, I guess, three of them. I will say real quick before we get into that again. I'm sorry. Just just because it comes up later. The segue that they get into this is Tyrion says, I keep seeing her around. Like earlier yesterday, I saw this like young knight help her on the stairs and I had to walk right by and not even say anything to her. Right. And he's like, I know I can't say anything to her because I'm being watched. And he's like, that's wise. Just bring it up because later he brings up he thinks about that the guy on the stairs. So yeah, he's like being watched, and Barry's like, Yeah, you're you're right. You are being watched. Kettle blacks are all over your ass. They report to Cersei. Yeah, Cersei's watching you. Tywin's watching you, right? Um, I feel like there's another one. Uh well he just says like in general, if the the slints would inform on you on anybody, and you basically can't go into any brothel because Tyrion's got or not Tyrion, uh Littlefinger's got Littlefinger friends in that establishment. Yeah, he's like, you're fucked, pretty much. But the Kettleblacks he's pissed about, because he's been paying them off. Like, we knew last book that, yes, Cersei was paying them off, but then he was paying Bronn to pay them off more to, like, outbid Cersei. But not Cersei. enough, apparently. Well, not enough now, because he says you can match her coin for coin. Well, there's a <laughs> yeah. second purse, that Unless Tyrion's open up his bunghole. He's like, are you suggesting that Cersei's fucking Osmond Kettleblack? And he's like, no, <laughs> but she gives hints. She's very flirty, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, maybe tomorrow, maybe when yeah. when the wedding." She's done. playing it up. 
she's, she's, she's doing like what uh you know what the hairdresser does to you you know like when you're, you're spinning around the chair and like she's no. got to get in there close with the with the clippers and she might like accidentally hit hit her hit, hit you in the face with a boob to get to get an extra five dollars i think tip. nelson's mom still cuts his hair so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is really awkward my mom did my mom actually cut my hair when i was home last time that's where i got this haircut. <laughs> uh, so the, so the last spy is varus himself right he's like well who's my dad got spying on me and varus giggles like <laughs> me well me yep yeah which he's probably spying on him anyway just because he's spying for sure but he's spying on everybody but he says he's like, he knows right. about shay already so if he wanted if varys wanted shay hanged he would have given hanged. him up yeah yeah right now so yeah varys varys is kind of holding up some of his deal end of the deal here right like he's still kind of loyal to to Tyrion. It's weird too, because like we said, what is Tyrion? Tyrion's just a fucking bum now. He's literally a hobo but, in King's Landing. Like, I don't know. Rich is Varys that ruthless to just like toss Shay to the wolves? Like, all right, let's kill Shay. Like, what did she do? She didn't do anything. Again, I don't know. To me, Varys is a water, not wine. No women, no guys, no balls. I'm fucking focused. And when you got like Tyrion, like I feel people that are like focused don't they don't have friends like if you're not right, bringing up on the table you're up, you're out. Well, hold on. Let's let's just put this in the perspective. He knows Tyrion cares about Shay. He holds Shay right or the knowledge of Shay. So with that, Varys can kind of control Tyrion a little bit. Some power over like, Tyrion. Hey, you want to do something like this? I'll I'll throw Shay to your dad. Like fuck with me type. That shit. makes sense. So. Okay. I still think, like what you were saying, though, like he's not going to just kill Shay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's. Well, I don't think he's Varys not. <laughs> is the kind that would ever outright blackmail, like you're saying. But he, if he, he would like tell Tyrion to do something in a way that's like, "Hey, Tyrion, I really think you should probably go do something like this to help a friend like me out. What could go wrong if you got on my bad? Like, you know what I mean? He would sure, yeah. sure. He wouldn't <laughs> straight hinting. out come yeah, and exactly. hey, come out and say it, but like he knows he has that chip and. Like, I don't. Yeah. I guess Tyrion. Kind of, he he thinks about it here. Like oh shit, he could have killed Shay a long time ago. I'm saying he's just not gonna like shoot shots and and try and hit like not care if Shay gets hit with a stray bullet. Varys would. Yeah, he'll, Varys, he'll keep the, her under yeah, his like, wing. Because like again, I think this kind of points to something I pointed out earlier. Right when Varys, uh, when Tyrion's like, I need to find a way to get Shay into the castle. What does Varys say? Do you guys remember this? I kind of made a big point out of it, even though I didn't. I feel like most people probably wouldn't care. When Tyrion says, "Like, how do I get Shay into the castle?" He's well. He fight. He gets the girl fired, right? Because she was stealing. He exactly. rumored that the girl was stealing from Tanda or Lalis, whatever. And one of my points there was, Varys knew this, and he didn't go tell Cersei as soon as he knew yeah. about it. He wa- knew it and waited till it was useful to him. Yeah. Till it was most useful to him. Now I can help out a friend, and now Tyrion owes me one because I helped out Tyrion. Yeah. I mean, I guess that girl called astray. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like now, yeah, I think no, I think you're right that he wants to protect. He doesn't want Shay to catch a stray because this is a piece that he can use now, whether it's like mm-hmm. you're saying as blackmail against Tyrion or whatever. Yeah. To get it's on money, Cersei's good side. If, if he needs to get on Cersei's, yeah. if, he, if he gets on Cersei's bad side or Tywin's bad side and needs to get on one of their good sides real quick, sell out Shay would be a pretty good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So again, just a piece in the pocket. He's just keeping it yeah. there. Yeah. All right. So Tyrion's like, all right, you can't sneak her in. I'm coming here. I'm going to use your room, which is pretty fucked up. <laughs> I'm, well, I think he's like, I know you have secrets here. Like, like if I'm looking for a spot that I know you can sneak somebody, your room is, is yeah. where for sure you can sneak somebody. Well, also, it makes me wonder, like we said earlier, 
does Varys actually use this room? And is this Tyrion saying, like, when he's like, oh, your bed's actually going to get some use? Is that him actually saying, like, I know you don't chill here? I, I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get that at sure. all. Reading his chat, like, in Tyrion's thoughts, I don't see that he suspects that this is, like, a fake room or something like that. Uh, yeah. I kind of think that, but I don't think Tyrion does. N- no, I think Tyrion does for sure because he's like, I figured you for a feather bed kind of man. Like, I think he's pretty much like saying, like, I know this is all bullshit. Okay. Like, you, you've got a nicer spot somewhere. I see that. And then this line, too, is, is like the one of the hints that I see for Tyrion maybe being sus about it. Um, but yeah, like, may, your bed's finally going to get some use. Like, you never use it. I mean, the other side of that, though, is he's a eunuch, so mm-hmm. he's not supposed That's to. That's true. Tyrion just joking, like, yeah, you never yeah. fuck anybody. All right, so the rest of the day goes as long as shit. He's just waiting to go see Shay. I don't really have anything else does, that he does other than get gets dressed. Like he reads a book. First the only thing he does really is read a book, Belencar's History of the Ruinous Wars. And all we hear about the this book is that there's history of wars, and he says he could barely picture the elephants because he was just thinking of Shay the whole time. That's really that's all we get. Then, yeah, he gets dressed. He gets dressed to the nines. He even wishes he had his old gold chain. <laughs> Wish he had that drip mm. so he could go see Shay. And then he's like, what the? F- I'm a fucking idiot. What am I doing? Like, I wouldn't dress like this to go see Ferris. We hear he wears a beard now. He likes he's trying to cover up his yeah. face. Trying to cover up that scar. Uh, he said his beard's pretty ugly, but at least it covers up something. It's like different colors. It's scruffy. I mean, and he's got a gash through it, right? Like, <laughs> that can't be good for the <laughs> no, growing pattern. Yeah, no nose yeah, anymore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then he goes down. He passes... Balon Swan gives him a courtesy, gets up to Loras, saying he does have a little conversation with Loras here, and he's basically. He un- like, did you guys say he undresses? He, yeah, I, maybe I did. Well, he, but I mean, maybe he put if we didn't, close. We yeah, he just kind of dressed down, dressed down, a little yeah. slobbier, puts on sweats. Yep. So he has this little conversation with Loras about why he joined the Kingsguard at seventeen years old when he's got the rest of his life basically ahead of him, and all the women in the kingdom. Yeah, I mean, good-looking guy. Good, good fighter. All the women want you. All the boys want to be you. Yeah. He's like, why would you join at 17? And his response is, well, Prince Aemon Targaryen, the Aemon the Dragon Knight, took his vows at 17. And Jamie, your brother, was even younger. And Tyrion's like, I know their reasons. What are your reasons? And <laughs> it's funny because we just we just learned Jamie's reason last chapter. To be close or to, to not have to marry uh, Lady Lysa, right? Well, I mean. He really, when Cersei first brought it to him, he's like, why would I give up? I'm going to be like the heir to Cassidy Rock. Like, that's not a good idea. And then she's like, okay, go to this brothel. <laughs> I'll come up. And she comes to him dressed as a serving lady. And then he says, like, they just go at it all night. Every time she's done, she's like, round two, round three, round four. And he says, in the morning, Cassidy Rock didn't seem like such a big price to be near Cersei always or something like that. So... But yeah, but he also took it because he was about to be betrothed to Lady Lysa, right? Sure, but again... We kind of also mentioned, was she crazy at that time? Like, was that a bad thing? Like, it, No, she was young. In the Jamie was... chapter, I don't take that as Jamie was uh, uh, concerned about that as a downside at all. I, I agree. Uh, other than maybe that he wasn't marrying Cersei. Yeah. But... He wanted to be near Cersei still. That's the downside. She wasn't Cersei. I'm not saying that Lysa was any a bad person okay. or anything at okay. that point. I'm just he saying, wanted Cersei. Exactly. My point was it was more for Cersei than not. To, to, to get away from somebody. But but yeah. It was to get out of a marriage that was going to take him away from Cersei. Okay. And we're okay. saying the same I see thing. that. I see that. All right. So he, Loras basically like, yada, yada, yada. Well, and Tyrion's like, well, what about love? And Loras says, when the sun sets, a candle cannot replace it. Yep. 
Here's a friendly pretty drop, uh, right? It, I, I mean, that's what I took it as. If, and if it's not Renly, it's somebody else. So, like, yeah. we don't know much about him other than that he's had some Renly flags in the past. And I think this is a big one. So, uh, <laughs> just right before that, I think it's funny because he's like, when you join the Kingsguard, you give up. He's like, it wasn't because you wanted to be in the honor of these other great knights like Boris Blunt yeah, and Boris Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like, and you know, to do this, you had to give up anything you would ever have lands, titles, wife children he's like i have brothers i don't they don't need me to carry on my family line and Tyrion's like yeah it's not necessary but a lot of people think it's pleasant a lot of people like doing it (laughs) yeah so i just like that little back and forth before but yeah then they go into everything you said it seems pretty crazy too like all right they had he has three sons right so there's the guy willis and garland and loris but we're in this kind of a time period where you could die Pretty quickly, right? People are dying of fever. People yeah, and they don't have kids yet, right? The other ones. If you read Fire and Blood, that's pretty much what the entire book's about. It's just how the Targaryens like always had a lot of kids, but then everything was just always going to shit, and there was always like a, a crisis when it came time to who's going to be the next one. Yeah, so before <laughs> sending one off to be a maester and one off to the wall and one off to the Kingsguard, like maybe you should hold a couple cards <laughs> in your deck before you you know put it all on the, the, the oldest. But uh, yeah, so... All right, so then he gets to Varys' room, it's dark, and he sees what he thought was Shay, but it's a different girl. Another cutie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to roll back real quick before that. He mentions two things that I want to just touch on. When uh, Laura says the sunsets thing, Tyrion's like, I, I was in love once too, and he mentions that he sings that one song verse yeah, uh, that we've that we heard don't a bunch of times now. All the verses, yeah. We've only heard three of them. Uh, but then he also stops and watches a dog fight. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, the dog got fucked yeah, up, too. Yeah, rip his face off. <laughs> now he looks like the hound. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that, that was it. He just looks like the hound. They keep going. Now he gets the shit. Uh, All Varys right, so room. he gets yeah. to Varys' room, and he walks in. It's dark, and he thinks he sees a girl that is Shay, but bam, not Shay. Big girl, plump girl. Moon face, dark <laughs> curls. <laughs> yeah. He and thinks it's lollies Varys. for a second is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> Did he bring me the wrong girl? But it's Varys. And Varys is fucking with him because he steps out. He's like, my lord. <laughs> like, he's the one For that sure. starts this. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, but Shay comes up behind him naked. Does the whole uh, hands over the eyes. Who am I type deal? Yep. What am I wearing or whatever? Yeah. And she's Nothing. like, why aren't, why aren't you fucking me? And he's like, Varys is still here. She's like, no, he's not. And he's not like, all right, gone. let's get to it then. <laughs> so. Quick. Quick five pumps. Five pump Trump Tyrion. She's calling him my giant the whole time. Just playing up on his. <laughs> insecurities like his height my poor guy <laughs> and uh then they cuddle <laughs> afterwards and this i think it's like kind of a sad quote it says it feels so good to hold her and to be held he thought how can something this sweet be a crime worth hanging her for it was pretty rough mm. like reading this part you're just kind of like tearing you're such a dumbass the whole time but you also yeah. do feel for the guy like he should just be able to do this like he should be able to like they're like exactly because like I mean, nobody cared if he was going to a brothel and doing it. They already knew that. The problem is, like, once you start, can't get feels, can't catch feels. That's the problem. <sighs> I mean, the I problem is, I can't say this. <laughs> the problem like, is, I can't, I can't. I don't think I could say it on tape. I said it. I can't finish it. <laughs> well, well, I'll say it in the in the terms of of Tywin, right? He doesn't want Tyrion to marry this girl, which he obviously is like falling in love. I with I think her. that's the concern and is that Tyrion takes it too far, right? And he's gonna like give them secrets, give them land, give them power, and then. 
that just doesn't look good on the family name, at least in Tywin's opinion. Yeah, right? it, it's to, in Tywin's eyes, it's not just going to a brothel and sleeping with a whore. It's he's falling in love with a whore, bringing her into the family, which is yes. like, we're a highborn family. You should be marrying a highborn exactly lady. Yes, that's my question. And, Do you so if say Tyrion three nights a week was going to brothels? Everybody knew it. Everybody just knew Tyrion was a brothel guy. He's rich. He's a dwarf. Makes sense. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Would Tywin care? Would Tywin care? Different no. brothels, different ladies wouldn't care. He wouldn't care. I don't even think he would care Not if it's the same much. lady, as long as he doesn't at some point be like, I love this girl. I'm bringing her into yeah. the family. Yeah, as long as he, cause, yeah, because people, that's especially because whoring is just a common thing. Like Robert does it, yeah. Bratton yeah. does it, right? Fair. If it was strictly, strictly transactional, Tywin's like, all right, whatever. You're going to marry this girl from this family, and that's what you're going to do. I don't care. He probably still wouldn't care. Like, all right, bring that girl. She can be in the brothel in your town of your land, but you're marrying this girl. I and could he's see, already, but he's already married. The thing is, there's no condoms. I could see Tywin being a guy where he's like, "You're not gonna have a fucking Lannister on a whore." You know what I mean? Like maybe he wouldn't just want like a bunch of no bastards. bastards. You know what yeah. I mean? I could maybe. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like I feel like a lot of times they just don't give a fuck. But I could see Tywin maybe being weird about it because he is. It seems like a big family guy. But yeah, again, just weird hypothetical off track. Yeah, get he doesn't seem to it. care that his kids are fucking that much. Again, you said you thought that that he knew that because that's why he took Cersei out of King's Landing, right? After, for sure after jamie yeah. joins the king's guard he's like fuck yeah i think eyes. he knows i don't think he's that mad about it though like i think he doesn't want it getting out or being known but i think like he's like okay with it because i mean he had to be involved in the cersei getting married to robert deal which basically puts cersei back in change landing full time right next to jamie yeah fair yeah i think that one comes down to power might be more yeah, important we're the, yeah we're the yeah yeah you are now the queen, queen and if he knows <laughs> Again, if we're talking family, he might be all geeked up that not only are my grandchildren going to be the king and queen, the future king and queen, but they're going to be double my grandchildren. It's going to be it's going to be 100 percent Lannister, zero percent Baratheon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like like it is currently. <laughs> like it is, exactly. You mean Joffrey? Yeah. Like if Tywin first saw this and Tywin's <sighs> kind of like seems like a. He set this big up. brain kind of guy. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, moving on. <laughs> so he's trying to break the news like, all right, we can't do this anymore. This is the last time. And she immediately changed subject to a scar. I she like likes scar. it. She's tracing it. I'm ugly. She's really milking him for, yeah. Yeah. She's, and then she's like, can I get my silks back? Can I have my jewels? Can I get back to a manse? I want to go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you told just, me I'd get a manse. Yeah. She's getting, after the war. The thing that I thought was like a, a dagger in the ribs was Lannister always pays his debts. You got to yeah. hold that one. He said that a bunch. You did promise too. the mance and the jewels. And yeah, you promised her a lot of that shit. And he's like, you're crazy. You got, do you understand what I, he keeps saying? Like, it's you're not safe. Going to you're going to be hung. Here. You're asking for if death. Anyone exactly. finds out, he just keeps saying, he's like, are you, and she's just like, can I go to the wedding? He's like, are you listening? Like, what are you listening? Are we in the same you room care right about now? this wedding? <laughs> and we find out that Simon, the singer who she was talking to one time ago in the brothel, right? In Chita- or in the manse. Yeah, when he in had her manse. up in the manse, and he was so he was going through the brothel, down the secret door, riding through the streets, dressed up as a little boy. And then here's fucking Simon. Shows up again. Yep. Who'd have thought? Well, I meant she showed up then, and there's Simon sitting there singing or whatever, right? Yeah, he was there when Tyrion got there. He was there. And yeah, Tyrion's yeah. Like, this is and then good. now <laughs> she's like, well, Simon told me about this huge party that he's invited to. So I want to go. Wait, so what is Simon is saying a lot of bullshit, a lot of shit here. And what he's talking about the whole time is the royal wedding, right? Joffrey, <laughs> Joffrey's wedding. This is well, what, just how this crazy is, it's going to be. Yeah, but this is what Shay wants to go to. But again, we, this is the first we're really hearing about, like, supposedly what's going to be going on at the wedding. We got we got crazy shit. We got a dancing bear. 
a, a mummer's joust or something like that, a fool's joust, whatever that means. A feast. 77 courses, over 1,000 guests, a pie with 100, do- with 100 doves like, <laughs> baked in into it, it. Yeah. that are going to fly out when they... But that sounds like that actually happened because Tyrion said uh, he suffered such wedding pies before that doves like to Don't shit on him. Don't they have it in real life? Where you like cut something and birds fly? Uh, yeah, but it's like a fake cake. Like it's like they they like there's there's a couple of wedding cakes where you can like actually build a cage into the thing and you just like open the door and what they fly the out. Fuck, kind of wedding cakes were you looking at that you saw that as an idea? Big cake boss fan. Oh, cake boss. Uh, okay, so yeah, you watch cake. some ridiculous show where they make We're absurd cakes on cakes. purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they did it a couple was... times. I'm pretty sure the guy who runs bakery had it at his wedding, or like did it for his daughter. But... It seems very Italian. I yeah. will agree with that. <laughs> I've definitely like seen it in movies or something, right? Maybe, maybe it's the birds don't come out of cakes, but they like definitely have like boxes with doves and stuff, right? That they open. Yes, doves. yeah, they release doves at things for sure. So Simon's in there. He's he's given a lot of like, oh, the wedding's to be great. There's bears dancing. There's all this stuff, right? And she's just like, keeps going on and on. Like, let me go. Let me get my jewels, yada, yada, yada. And to convince him, she tries to convince him with her mouth. So I feel like this is like kind of the first. <laughs> True. Not the no, first, you're right. But this is like one of those times where you're like, Tyrion, like, here's your chance to see who she really is, right? Like, because she does such a good job of playing him for, like, being her boyfriend. At one point, he says to himself, you're a fucking idiot. I, like, how are you letting this happen again? Am I as great a fool as my father thinks? Yeah. Yeah. How could I let this happen again after Taisha? For sure. But, I mean, really, that's what's happening, though. It's like you're seeing that she is still just the prostitute, right? Or the sex worker, whatever you want to, like, the correct term. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of to Jeff's point, when she tries to convince him, what she goes to is she's like, look what I could do for you at the wedding. Like if I was there, look what yeah. I could do for you. And, and she, I won't even wear, I won't even wear underwear. Yeah. yeah. She sucks him off. They go around two. And then, yeah, that's where we get into it. You're talking about where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. I just, just keep falling for it. Tyrion does better the second time. He performs Last better longer. in his mind. Yeah, not five chump, not five. I mean, come on. That's just a fact of life. That's just how it goes. Nels, can I give you? You remember Ziggy, right? You probably loved Ziggy. Dude, Ziggy was the best. He did the radio show with uh, Marcus. Was his name Marcus? I'm pretty sure I don't remember his last name, but he would always say, "One for me, two for you, three for us." <laughs> and like in his night escapades of college, the first one's for you. This is or the first one's for me. The second one's for you. The third one's for us. <laughs> Kyle looks confused. What's who's us? Round one's for the guy. Get it done quick. Five palm chomp Tyrion. Round two is for the girl. Last long. <laughs> Round three's for us. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a good one. I've never heard that. All right. So she tries to convince him to go round two, and he's like, no, you can't go to the wedding. And she just turns, like, ice cold. And while they're, like, in, like, weird talks, like, they're not really talking. But it's just, like, kind of weird vibes. He starts tapping on rocks, trying to find the secret passage. And he just she... gets up and taps on rocks. That's <laughs> yeah. the best part. Yeah. What else are you going to do? His naked girlfriend's awkward. laying there, and he's just <laughs> tapping on shit. Or naked, pro- whatever, you know. Yeah, girlfriend's close enough. She, she's like, hey, it's under the bed. Stop. You're, stop. Yeah. You look like an idiot. It's under the bed. And... And she's like, what? The? He's like, the bed weighs a ton. She's like, yeah, but Which he is just- so stupid, right? Like, this bed was very obviously the secret steps. I don't know. I didn't think that, but... 
There could have been anything. Like they called it out on the wall, right? No, no. The way they called it out, like a solid stone square bed. Like to me, that just screams trapdoor. Nothing but the bed. I see that. Yeah, there's nothing in the room but the bed. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it just seemed like such a like it was so fake. So she says he pushes on a stone and then it lifts up. It's like a spell, and he's like, "Yeah, it's it's a counterweight." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dummy. And then he's basically, she's like, I should go. Lolly's sometimes her baby kicks uh, and she wakes up in the night and she needs me. Tyrion's like, all right, chill here. I'm leaving. Varys will come soon. He's probably listened to us already. I came my pants a little bit. Yes, yeah, I'm saying those Hopefully pants. Hopefully nobody notices. Out, so it's cool. Um, <laughs> like, why do they mention <laughs> like George, George the goat? Nah, Doesn't miss a detail. One. And as he goes, he, she gives this last ditch effort and it works right she throws this last line out and totally nails him with it she's like my lion you're my giant of lannister aren't you and he's like i am and you're my and she's like i'm your whore it's okay i'm okay i want to be your lady but i can't we both like she, she kind of like accepts it she's like not accepts that she's in trouble but accepts like what he's kind of been thinking that like, i, I want to take you i want you to be sitting with me at the feast and you to dress in all these jewels and she's basically like i get that i can't do that and I'm just happy what we're doing. You'll let me keep doing what we're doing, right? And you'll keep me safe. And he's like, yeah, I will. And he's like, I'm an idiot. Why the fuck did I say that? Like, I came here to say the opposite. Nick, to she say, has to get go. the fuck out. She has and here to I go. am saying, yes, you can stay. I'll keep you safe. I'm a fucking she idiot. She's doing good stuff. <laughs> what would that mouth do, girl? <laughs> that she got, got it. She, yeah. Yeah, she, but might, that she might do? get her silks back next chapter. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves, uh, and then he wakes up Pod, and he's like, Pod, go get Bron. Pod has to run all the way to Shatias to, to get him, and he's pissed because he was laying with two girls. I like how he's like, he's like, oh, you want Bron? And he's like, no, let's talk about what the clothes he fucking wears. I woke your ass up for that. Like, no, go get him. Yeah. I woke you up so we could have a little chat about the way he dresses. <laughs> yeah, like, but his sarcasm like, was wasted. Pot only gaped at him in confusion until he threw up his hands and said, yes, get him. Bring him now. <laughs> you gotta love Pod. So Bron comes. He's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Bring him out of Shatasha's in the middle of the night. And Tyrion's like, Shataya's brothels. Shataya? Yeah, sure. Okay. Shataya, Shataya. He's like, what are you doing bringing me out of Shataya's brothel? And Tyrion gets a little pissed. He's like, what do you mean you're going to Shataya's brothel? He's like, you should be at the fucking peasant brothels. And he's like, I'm a knight now. I'm, I'm in the feather beds with Alayaya and what's her face? Marie. Marie on my arm. And he's like, what the fuck? I never, like, I know Yaya. She's my friend. She got fucking beat for me. T- taking chase spot he sent her he sent her some bracelets and whatnot what the fuck are you doing with her and i get it like i can see why Tyrion's kind of like weirded out by it but whatever Bron it's is, almost Bron like that's my sister i think right? no nah, i think he i think he kind of likes her like i think he's jealous Tyrion was like looking out for her. he took her under his wing yeah but he also wanted the banger I, still he thought she was hot like i think she did give him a boner once or he twice he literally was like i wanted to have sex with her yeah like these people are all personal to him at the very least. Like I, I, whether or not he wants to have sex with her, it's still like, this is my group, and you're you're breaching my group. Like even though that's still their job, like this person's job is to do that, right? Yeah. Like he's still mad at Bron for breaching like his yeah what he thought was his, and so like I, I feel like this is more of him losing his grip. He's on, a, I feel on like Tyrion is very pos- pos- possessive. 
Yeah, exactly. Possessive. And like, like I said, like this is him realizing, like he, I don't have the swing anymore. Like I had the hand. Now this, now Braun outranks me, and like I have to listen to Braun. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, because Braun doesn't have his daddy there telling him what to do. So Braun can yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but yeah, so when the point. Braun's a knight. Yeah, Braun's a knight now. He's got it. Got got some yeah, oomph to his name. Tyrion's a nobody. Pretty well. I mean, he's a Lannister, but he's just reading books all day like a fucking nerd. Who reads books? Come on. So yeah, he basically gets to the beat of why they're there. Go find Simon. What do we want with him? Kill him, he might have said. But the man had done nothing but sing a few songs and fill Shay's sweet head with visions of doves and dancing bears. Find him, he said instead. Find him before someone else does. So pretty much like he's like, this fucker is <laughs> essentially like a liability. Yeah, like he knows about me. He knows about her. He's he's sending her into these bad situations. Like he's he's fucking me over right now. Yeah, he's the one. He's the reason I just had this fucking hard ass conversation <laughs> and lost. Yeah, and like didn't accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, and, and again, I think I said it at the beginning. This is one of the few times we see see Tyrion really straight up lose. Right. Well, one of the things I was thinking was I feel like a great uh, when you're haggling. Right, a great strategy is shoot shoot high. Yeah. Know it ahead of time. Go in knowing you're going to shoot high instead of this low. Is visionary guys, visionary stuff right here. This is exactly what Shay does. She goes to Tyrion saying, "I want to go to the wedding. I want to go to the wedding." There's all this awesome and stuff. All this just and then at the end, the she's like, "I don't care about the wedding. I know I can't be your lady. Just keep me." Right? If Shay knew going into this meeting that what she was going to get fed was, "You're gone." This makes total sense, and she just fucking played the shit out of Tyrion with the haggling strategy of shoot high, get take me to the wedding, settle low of keep me in King's Landing. That being said, do you think Varys coached her up? Because Tyrion's like, hey, I got yeah, I got to tell her. It's I didn't think not about that. To be here I didn't anymore. think about this haggling thing till we did it just now. I didn't either. That's why I'm just bringing it up. And do you think this is kind of goes back to what Nelson was saying earlier that like Varys wants to keep her safe because she is money in his pocket? That's a great point. If yeah. if she's out, then he doesn't then have he that no in chip Tyrion anymore. Tyrion. That's a that, I didn't think about. That's a good point. I didn't this think about it pieces together. So you started hag- talking about haggling, but it's the thing is like George is George thinking about all this? Like it makes so much sense. Like or did you, be, we just right? decide this right now <laughs> for George? That's I the thing is like sometimes us. I wonder if I'm the English teacher, right? You know, everybody had that English teacher who's like, oh look at the author was trying to do this, and you're like bullshit. The author didn't. You're reading way too much into this. Everybody thought that of an English teacher at some point. Sometimes I know I'm that guy, but sometimes it just makes so much sense. It's like, wow, George is a genius. What a fucking genius. But I don't know. Let's wrap this one up. We're just putting it together. Just one of those moments. Light bulb moment. Happens all the time. Yeah, but what that mouth do? But what that that's the that should be the title of the 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 short what that mouth do. Yeah, so Kyle, I mean yeah, I feel like we went long on this chapter. I, I associate. Long I mean, I'm not good, worried about but it. There's a lot that you're going to cut out. It's probably going to be 40 minutes long. I'm just saying that's true. A lot of, a lot of it is going to get cut out. But I associate long with good. I think this is a better chapter than it seems on first read. I feel a lot of times when we do the podcast, we a lot comes out that you don't think wasn't the first time. I agree. There's there's a lot of connections here that for sure I missed. I mean, I hate I hate to say that, like you said, every time we go through one of these, but like it definitely helps to to reread it and and talk about it and see a little of the the insight and like varies is. I mean, this is kind of him. I, I don't I don't want to say it's him unraveling, but it's like the character of him kind of unraveling. So I'm like, we're seeing how big his his net is, right? I mean, that was kind of part of the 
well, not part of the point. That was like the main point of this chapter. One of the main like points. Citadel, yeah, he, Citadel yeah. connections, yeah, all that knows about the Taiwan. Yeah, the sec- combo. your secret yeah. meeting, like you said, yeah, and like to go through the chapter again and and to look at all that closely. I think uh, it helped big time. Yeah, I mean, and again, not just like for you, but I like I feel like you, Jeff, and me, even like re- going through this, well, yeah. we all learn stuff, which is I think kind of the why I love these books and why hopefully the podcast is cool for people because. No matter how many times you've read the book, if you're on a first read like Kyle, if you've read it 10 times like me, I feel like you should hopefully be able to listen to the podcast and maybe laugh at some of our dumb jokes, but also think about think about the story a little bit more. Too, you know what I mean? <laughs> we we try to something. hit you from both Maybe you angles. can learn something, you dumb fucks. too corny of an outro there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what that mouth do? We'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs> Later, nerds. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. See you later. Bye. See you on the next episode for Aria 2. Now, on to the spoiler section for Tyrion 2. Jeff, any hot takes? Alright, so let's talk first hot take. I mean, it's just the, the passageways, right? I mean, and I think the biggest thing is, I don't remember how, well, I, I guess, do they just unlock him from the from being in, in the black cells and then he's walking through or? What do you mean? Like, how does he escape? Like when Tyrion escapes and he's going to meet Varys at the top, right? Jamie, Jamie breaks him free. Yep. He goes somewhere, right? Down a, down a secret path or? Is, he, they come is out of the dungeons, gonna... I think, through a normal way. And then I think yeah. uh, Jamie was told by Varys to take Tyrion to a certain secret entranceway. Right. That's where they part ways. That's where they have their big conversation where Tyr- where Jamie tells Tyrion, Taisha wasn't a whore. She actually mm-hmm. liked you. And that's all a lie. And fuck you. <laughs> like, I ruined your yeah. life, basically. So that's when Tyrion starts hating Jamie. He's like, yeah, which again, I'll, I'll a little callback. With, with, well, how does Sir Tyrion try to ruin Jamie's life in return. When Jamie breaks the news to him about Tysha being not a whore. Tells him that Cersei's banging everybody. Osmond Kettle Black, who we hear Cersei She's booby rubbing on him. She does bang him once. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure she bangs him once later on when when we first get Cersei chapters and she's like Hey, uh go sleep with Marjorie. He's like, Well, what if I sleep with you? She's like, We did that already. You can get yeah. it again. If you do yeah. what I say. So I think they do I actually sleep together once. Um, but Tyrion always says, yeah, he's fucking Lancel Lannister and, and Osmond Kettleblack and Moonboy for all I know. That's like the, mm-hmm. And Jamie thinks this to himself 20 plus times probably after Tyrion when, tells him Does that. he drop that bomb as he's leaving? After Jamie drops the bomb on Tyrion, that's how yeah, he fires yeah. back and then he dips. That's like the last things they say to each other. That's so it's just well. cool that we first hear about the Osmond and Cersei thing here through Varys. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one that I had. Um, but and then the passageways because you mentioned the Tower of the Hand passageway. He's going to go kill Shay and his dad through that passageway, and we get a mention of the gold chain which she's going to be wearing. It's like he only mentions dies. the gold chain when Shay's there, right? The only I feel like the only other time or when he's going to see Shay or Tywin's there. The only other times we've and again it makes sense because Tywin's a hand, but the only other times we've heard about the gold chain, we didn't hear shit about the gold chain when Ned was hand. Yeah, or when Tyrion was hand really until the time that uh, Varys brings shade to Tyrion's room in the Tower of the Hand. 
that's the first time we hear about the chain. Shay's wearing it when, Ta- when Tyrion comes back to his chambers after the council meeting or whatever. When Shay's waiting for him. And he asks Shay, how'd you get here? And I'm pretty sure she says, through the fireplace. And uh, basically, Varys took me and I saw a mural, a dragon mural on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then we went up a ladder. And later, Tyrion, when he's walking with Varys, he walks over a dragon mural. And he's right. like, I know where I am because of Shay. Mm-hmm. Let's go up. And that's how he knows that he's under the Tower of the Hand is because of what Shay told him there. And it, it, like you're saying, this is all a connection. Because here we learn that there aren't chamber, there aren't uh, passageways in Magors, but there are, we know there are passageways in the Tower of the Hand because like what I said in the normal chapter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's the passageways thing is super cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably passageways that only Varys knows and like maybe he doesn't even know too to the point of like how how deep can they go how big of a you know how that big of a castle type of thing I feel like one of the big hints that varies might be a Targaryen is Magor right had the castle finished then he killed all the builders mm-hmm. so that no one but the Targaryens would ever know about the secrets of the the Red Keep well who knows about the secrets of the Red Keep now Do you think he's a Targaryen or like a Blackfire type thing I could Either way, I could see. I could see either way. Either way, I think it would count. I didn't. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that Varys was a Targaryen. I've heard he's a merman. Do we know about any other secret Targaryens? Maybe not from the main series. My favorite from, from Dunkin' Egg. Yeah, is there any secret Targaryens in Dunkin' Egg? I don't know who the secret Targaryen Egg. is. Egg. He's not a fake Targaryen. He's a real Targaryen. But no one's allowed to know that. And in the first half of the first book, he is a, a secret Targaryen. Okay. And how does he keep his secret secret? By shaving his head. And Varys. head is bald. Okay, I get it. So again, he, he knows also the secret. He doesn't have balls, so he knows the secrets. Again, do we know that? This is one of the things. Like we never. He says that everyone says he's a eunuch. Give me confirmation. And again, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not saying that I believe. <laughs> Pull down your pants. I'm not Sarah. saying I believe he doesn't have balls. But I'm saying when you read these books, you got to have that. Like you got to be thinking. In my mind, there's a five percent chance that Varys is just playing everybody. He does have balls. Maybe young Griff is Varys' son, and he's just been telling everyone he's a eunuch. Mm-hmm. Like why the fuck not? He tells people he's he plays three roles. We know he's at least Varys. I gotcha. I, I hey, I'm not gonna put anything past Varys. He's a sure. lady in this chapter, and then we know he also plays Rugen, the goal, the the jailer, the, the jailer. So he yeah. plays three parts. I'm sure he plays. More you don't than think three that this too. could? You don't think that Varys, Lord Varys. Could just be another act, just like the lady is an act, or Rugen is an act. In the sure, real, no, varies I, I think is a Targaryen with balls and well, long blonde hair. Let me, let me say this: maybe not because it's. I definitely think Varys is a character. Like he's probably only himself. Most like maybe Illyrio is the one that's seen his most true self. So what's weird is but, a lot of people in the fandom. I would say that way more people think Illyrio is a Blackfire than think Varys is a Blackfire or a Targaryen. When to me, it, there's way more symbolism that Varys is a Targaryen. Yeah, but people think it's is it. People really only think it's Illyrio because he says the thing about. Like Sarah, I love this girl, Sarah. I keep her hand in my room. He really, he was really invested mm-hmm. in young Griff. But again, he's just the one who is like actively invested in young Griff. Maybe he's only doing that because Varys is the one being like, yo, keep, take care of my son. You know what I mean? Like you're my boy, yeah. take care of my son. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Varys is bald and he knows the secret path pathways. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's enough to really sell me that he's a Targaryen, but. I get it, but. 
I think it's. I think he's I'm, that evidence he's, is more likely than than the Illyrio evidence, which is just that he really yeah, likes Sean Griff. I, I don't even know. I think Illyrio just wants power. Like I don't know if he's connected at all, but just like a power hungry guy. I'm but. just saying, if you believe that Young Griff isn't a Targaryen, or even if you believe he is, there's still a question of why. Why are you calling why? him Young Griff and not Fagon? Because that's. I mean, that's. I'm saying if you believe that Young Griff is Fagon, right? If you believe he's Fagon, yeah. then the question is why is Illyrio invested? But also, I think that there's a question that even if he's Again, not I just Fagon, said why, if he is, I think he if wants he is real Fagon, if he is real Aegon, still why is Illyrio invested? Either way, why is Illyrio invested? Again, because I think he wants to be wants part of the power. He wants to be the guy that helped him. You know, if you're friends with the guy who is the king, that you're going to get yeah. a benefit, whether it's your son or not. Who helped me to the throne? Illyrio. Oh, there was that guy yeah, Illyrio who was huge. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about Loras and, and the sun setting. He likes Renly. I, I mean, I definitely thought Renly. Not that it really matters who it was, but we've talked about um, this in non-spoiler. Like, is the Loras Renly gay thing? And I think the consensus is, yeah, it's full, full on. Earl, I know early books. I said like it's ne- it's never confirmed. And again, I know there's an interview. I've seen the interview where someone like asked George, like, why don't you make gay characters more prevalent in your books? And he's like, because in this time, it, you didn't walk it, around yeah. saying I'm gay. So like, yes, there's gay characters, but they're not. Yeah, that, I mean, that all that makes sense for sure. But I think the question that was asked, George, was like, why haven't you made Renly and Loris openly gay? And I, I'm just guessing that the interview that I saw took place before Storm of Swords came out or maybe even before Clash of Kings came out. Because there what is happens? a ton of evidence. Like the more, the further we go, well, no. Well, a ton I mean, I think there was. I think there was a ton of evidence whenever we first met it. Maybe that was Clash of Kings. I mean, or we whatever, first meet but... Renly the first Sansa chapter of Game of Thrones. He comes down during when they're on the way to King's Landing. He's in the honor yeah, guard. but there was. I'm pretty sure they're like, oh he yeah, Renly's nice so, so like clean, and he dresses like yeah. he, he's too, he's too clean to be. You know, there was a lot of flags. I remember talking about him. It's actually, and that's the first time he was ever brought up. Big surprise, surprise! I've been re-listening to the Game of Thrones, the the Game of Thrones audiobook, and I actually just got to the that Sansa chapter where she meets Renly, and she describes him as the most beautiful man she's ever saw. Big, broad shoulders, black, dark black hair. She says green mm-hmm. eyes, which is George got in a lot of trouble for that later because Baratheons have blue eyes, and later he says Renly's eyes are blue strong. eyes. When Catelyn meets him, Cat says his eyes are blue eyes, and everyone thought that this was a fake did Renly go, or a, did he go or face. Edit it? Uh, no, but later on, I think some Brienne thinks back like, "Oh, I love Renly and his blue green eyes." So he he blue he green. made it work by one person said green, one person said blue. Brienne thinks about him as blue green, so you mm. maybe they just saw him different. Yeah, it was it was the way the light was <laughs> but, shining. But the point is, Sansa thinks of him as like the most handsome person she's ever seen, mm-hmm. right? And Sansa is like, she's that's the per- if you're talking about who like she's the person who's going to judge someone on beauty or like what, yeah. what someone should look like. Know what I mean, Renly yeah. just got to be a fucking Chad, pretty much. Yeah, black hair uh, to his sure. shoulders, <laughs> fucking big ass shoulders, just a fucking Chad Renly. He's a, yeah. I mean, he. I feel like Chad yeah. has a bad connotation. I mean it in like yeah, just it was like definitely a, like a. Bad I mean it in like an appearance way, not in like a he's a douchebag. Like a stud. Way. He's, he's a, a stud. stud. Yeah, he's, exactly. It's it's just kind of interesting again to think on Loris, like because we know he's going to end up sailing off to like. What drag, uh, Dragonstone? Yeah. So where we're at at the end of book five is that um, who was held up on Dragonstone? I forget who's actually held up on Dragonstone after Stannis leaves. Maybe after Stannis leaves, they're just like go take it from whatever small force he had left. That might be what happens. And he can't take it. Type he thing? get again. We don't see him. We see him sent off, and then yeah. we hear word that he's really hurt. He's fucked up. Like on the edge of 
like barely hanging on to life. And Cersei loves this. And I think when Marjorie's in prison, she like to- like taunts Marjorie on it, and Marjorie's like, "Go fuck yourself." Um, or maybe, yeah, like she definitely taunts Marjorie about it. Like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that your brother uh, mm-hmm. acted so valiant." Like, I think like he was supposed to have like oil burned on him, like po- boiling oil poured on him, and like he broke his leg. So he's like, "Fuck, fuck." But there's a big theory I think in the fandom that he's not fucked, and that's a lie that they told Cersei on purpose, and he's totally fine somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just trying to get Cersei fucked. The the reason that they want Cersei to think Loras is in trouble is because Cersei's about to have to do a trial by combat. Right? She's going to use a trial by combat to get out of jail, and they yeah. don't want her to think Loras is an option. That way, she has to use Boros or Marin. Oh, and then someone. And when they, I mean, she really doesn't have a good option because Jamie. Well, she does. Can't. She pulls out the mountain sir robert again he's not the mountain he's sir robert strong there's no confirmation who he is but there's sir robert strong shows up very end of the book five i think grow up he's he's the mountain probably the mountain um people think that in the the, he's literally described as the mountain people think in the books it's way crazier that he has rob stark or or robert baratheon's head on his body though and that's why they they call him robert strong because we know rob stark's head was cut off and they put a wolf head on and joffrey's head send rob stark's head to Right, and we know Kyburn's fucked up. So it brings me to the next point. We're not going to linger on that too much. We'll get into that later, definitely. Dude, that'd be crazy. We'll get into that later, definitely. But this brings me to the next point, kind of, when we're talking about Kyburn. They're talking about here, like, who's the next Grand Maester? Does this dude Gorman ever come? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just forgetting. I don't ever, I don't ever remember that name. Like we're talking about earlier, there's a lot of names that you just we're read chalking, that we're you'll chalking read over. Gorman up. I don't Gorman's think, never mentioned again. I didn't look him up. Some characters I look up on the wiki when we're reading. If I don't recognize them, I didn't look this guy up. The next Grand Maester is Kyburn, and Cersei appoints his ass. Actually, maybe he's not technically Grand Maester. You know what? She might make him hand. She makes him hand. No, right? I thought she just like used him for experiments, right? And then I think she makes him. Maybe hand. she makes him hand. Yeah. At least in the show, but she definitely she makes goes him to hand. him for everything that she should be going to Pycelle for. Yeah, and that pisses him off. Right. And right now, Kyburn is just a member of the Bloody Mummers. She's riding. Right. He's riding with Vargo Hope. But he's going to be he's the one to fix to Jamie's Jamie stump. Soon. Exactly. Which gets him in good friends with Jamie. Which gets him in good friends with Cersei. Which. Uh, yeah, that's where we go. I just wanted to bring that up because we're talking about here the Maesters, and I'm like, I don't remember Maester Gorman at all. So, next thing, Mandon quote. Varys reads that quote about Mandon. Okay, I'll read it quick. I don't want to read it in the normal in the normal section, but I wanted to read it in, in the spoiler. Tyrion says that Mandon seemed quite friendless. Sadly, said Varys. Oh, sadly. You might find some kin if you turned over enough stones back in the Vale, but here, Lord Aaron brought him to King's Landing, and Robert gave him his white cloak, but neither loved him much, I fear. Nor was he the sort the small folk cheered in tourneys, despite his undoubted prowess. Why, even his brother the Kingsguard never warmed to him. Sir Barrison was once heard to say that the man had no friend but his sword and no life but duty. But you know, I do not think Selmy meant it altogether as praise. Which is queer when you consider it, is it not? Those are the very qualities we seek in our king god. It would be said, men who live not for themselves but for their king. By those lights, our brave Sir Mandon was the perfect white knight. So the point there is his history, right? Came from the Vale, but John Aaron didn't like him. But they still knighted him. Like, why did they knight him if they didn't like if he didn't like him? Let's think about it. I've definitely told you this at least ten times about us doing these podcasts. Let's let's see if you can think it through. He came from the Vale, but John uh, Aaron didn't like him. Little, 
Lisa Lisa told him to bring him. So okay. Because Littlefinger wanted him. Okay. Because they were friends. What does that imply? That makes a ton of sense, and that's what most people think. Mandon Moore is the one that actually poisoned John Aaron. Well, no. We know Lysa did that. But man, we know Mandon Moore tried to kill Tyrion. Tyrion thinks Cersei tried oh, to kill... you're saying Tyrion's the one behind the... Or Littlefinger's the one that tried to kill Tyrion. Exactly. If Littlefinger's the way he got to King's Landed and on the, the, the King's Guard, then Littlefinger's probably the one behind the attempt on Tyrion's life, even though Tyrion is convinced in Cersei. Right. So right. I was laughing. I was laughing. I wasn't cracking up, but I was laughing to myself because Kyle was like, oh, my gosh, Tyrion is so obvious. He was like, Mandon, you mean he was trying to protect the king's blood? He was trying to kill the king's blood more like. And Kyle's like, oh, my God, it's so obvious. And like the well, next I mean, line, still true. that is obvious. But the next line, he's like, I need to figure out how this connects him to Cersei. Right. Which is just a misdirect. And Kyle didn't pick up on the misdirect. So he's like, Tyrion's so obvious. And at the same time, he's being the opposite of obvious he's like misdirecting you on who mandan is actually hired from and in the same like kyle has all the information and eh, maybe not like, i was gonna say kyle has all the information that you have for the when i asked you where did mandan come from does he have enough information for that does he know that little finger and lisa were good enough i don't think so he, like, he doesn't know that he has lisa under his thumb no he doesn't know that i don't think he knows anything about lisa little finger yet yeah right? i mean well he knows that like him and Kat and Lysa were the, there was like friends three peas in a River pod, Run, yeah, but they were like friends. not exactly like continued on throughout their childhood or like in the adulthood. Exactly. I think I think you're right. So I don't think Kyle is enough to, to know this, but I think it's a good connect. Give me some Simon the Singer background. I've I've no clue what happens to him. I forget completely. I mean, he doesn't last long. Uh, pretty much Tyrion meets with him. He's like, "Hey, you better shut up." And Simon's like, "Well, you better get me. I hear there's going to be seven singers in the wedding. I want to be one of them." And Tyrion's like, well, there's already Cersei's already book seven. Like, you're, you're shit out of luck. And he's like, well, one of them could come ill or break a leg or break his hand and not be able to play his lute. And Tyrion, I think what happens is Tyrion. I know the end of the story, but I think the way it gets there is Tyrion thinks like, if I'm gonna like have Bronn go kill or hurt a singer so you can become the spot, why don't I just have Bronn kill you? And mm. that's what he has done. He has Bronn kill Simon and chop him up and put him in the bowls of brown. Like the, the food that Arya was eating when she was mm. in King's Landing, that's where Simon goes. And Tyrion refers to it as singer stew from then on. But he also <laughs> Simon, when Tyrion meets that's with so him, fucked. when when Tyrion meets with Simon, Simon has written this song, basically as a threat to Tyrion. The song is called "The Hands of Gold Are Always Cold, But a Woman's Hands Are Warm." Right. So it's this song that he's written about Tyrion and Shay and like Tyrion yeah. as he walked through the streets of the city, down from his hill on high. Where does he sing this? Just a Tyrion? Just a Tyrion. But he, but the point is like, oh, I know what he, I know what what he says basically doing. is like, oh, you'll get me. He's like, either I'll be singing the Reigns of Castamere at Joffrey's wedding or I'll be singing a different song on the streets of Flea Bottom. Streets. And yeah. it, he says that like after he's sung this first song to Tyrion. That's like a straight, gotcha. you know what I mean? So and Tyrion's like, all right, Bron, cut him up. Singer stew. So then Tyrion thinks about the bowls of the brown. He calls them singer stew from now on because he had That's a singer put in them. I didn't remember that at all. Um, all right, so you told me that there was a House of the Dragon. Spoiler, I don't know if you wanted to say it or not. You didn't catch I it? I actually thought, uh, I did catch it. It's Aemon the Dragon Knight becomes a Kingsguard. No, Aemon the Dragon Knight is way after. All right, so, so I actually thought that was not the one, but when you said Aemon, I was like, oh, maybe he get, becomes called the Dragon Knight. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, okay. yeah. All right, but there is another one. 
Aegon the Second burns his hand. We know who Aegon the Second is. Uh, is that that's Aegon? We saw him get House crowned. Aegon the Conqueror is Aegon the First. We saw another. Yeah, Aegon I didn't know if crowned. they. So that was the other. I was like, mm, is there another Aegon since Aegon the Conqueror? I wasn't sure because obviously the first son was supposed to be the prophecy. So I thought I didn't know if people started naming their kids Aegon yet. But yeah, so whoever the hand is, season two. See ya. Not the hand, the Grand Maester. The Grand Maester. See ya. All right, we'll see. We'll see if that comes true. Because I think there is. I think this spoiler, while it does spoil something, there's kind of a misdirect in it as well. But I mean, does it really matter? Fuck the Grand Maester. Uh, the Grand Maester is trying to help Renera, and they kill him. I will say Grand Maesters are important, but the show has changed Grand Maesters around a little bit. Like I feel like there was like a lot more Grand Maesters involved in the time period. They've kind of cut some out and changed when who was in charge. But again, that doesn't really matter. I'm, yeah. I'm, I plan on making a timeline video comparing the timeline of the books. You'll never get that. I, I have it. I have part of the part of it done. Man. It's just been a while. The, these early chapters do have a lot of new characters and stuff, and it takes a long time to do the notes on. But we'll get there. We're working on it. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Follow, like, subscribe. We're in the Discord chatting it up. See you guys there. Bye-bye.